Hello, welcome to day four of your PowerPal seven day trial. So I hope you are enjoying this. Sincerely hope you are enjoying this because if you can find enjoyment in doing this, you are literally 90% of the way there. Because imagine enjoying just being able to track your nutrition and like look into your health. It, it, when, you, when you say, the, the people say like, if you can love what you do, you don't feel like you're doing work. You know, that's the quote is true. Like if you hate your job, it's really, it's a massive graft and you hate it. If you love your job, you kind of doesn't, you don't see it as a job. Now, can we see looking after our nutrition in the same way? When I say to you, do you brush your teeth every morning and night? You're like, yeah, well, obviously, yeah. But like sometimes you don't want to brush your teeth. Can't bother. You're like, I'm so tired, but we still do it because we know the benefits there for us. Like, so can we see it at least is there a benefit in us at least even if we cannot be bothered can we just at least voice note into the app to say what we've had to eat that day even if it's not perfect can we just do it you know that's just something for you to think about can we make it like that can we make it fun uh can we enjoy the process but today's podcast really i want to cover uh, stoicism it's the ancient philosophy um of started in ancient uh, um, ancient athens sorry um really got into the roman elite there's a famous philosopher king called Marcus Aurelius and there's a famous ep, uh, uh, teacher called Epictetus and there's a few and there's called Seneca there's a few key people in the Stoicism uh, world it kind of flourished for 500 years and uh, it's, coming, it's making a comeback now but Stoicism main thing is this um, it's not things that disturb us it's our opinion about things so it's not events that disturb us it's our opinion about an event that does disturb us and when it comes to craving what happens when we come to craving is the stoics would say that we get hit by something called initial impressions so if you get an impressed impressed by someone they've left a, a kind of a feeling on you do you know what i mean so like you feel it so how they explain that is an impression is anything in your near kind of circle of energy okay or of your circle of kind of um interaction where you can see something, you can hear something, you can smell something, you can touch something, or you can taste something. So you've got your senses, which can be impressed on, for, for a better word. So you could be walking down a street and you hear a big bang, and then immediately your body goes into like a little shock. What, what was that? And then your brain comes in and goes, oh, just that bin fell, you know, and it can back down, you know? So that initial impression is kind of like outside of your control in a sense. You didn't... It was so fast that when that big noise came off, you were ready, like, oh, that could be danger. Um, or you smell something and it hits you so quick, it's like a memory pops into your brain, you know, we know that. So, um, or smell of food pops in and boom, oh, that's nice. And then then your, your, your brain creates an image of you eating that delicious bread. And that, as soon as that image is created of you eating that bread, that's when you chase the pleasure, that's when desire is born. And then that's when you go, ah, oh, but I shouldn't want to eat that bread because I think it's going to make me gain weight. And this dual duality that we're going against, it's like, oh, I really want it, but actually, no, I don't really want it. Oh, I want it. No, oh my God, I don't know what to do. You wear yourself out in this internal conflict. And then, you know, nine or 10 times we kind of break to that and we just end up eating it anyway, which then reinforces another loop. And the other loop is, Oh, I'm an idiot for eating, I shouldn't have done it, why am I so fat, why am I so pathetic, I can't do this, why am I doing this, what's the point, I'm just going to go home, I'm just going to eat my, I'm just going to eat away, what's the point doing it, you know, you think that, but it's, it's not about this never happening, it will happen, you will smell some bread and you will eat it, like me, I'll do it, I'll walk past bakery, cinnamon roll, happy days, bring it on.
But we love his happening. But why? It's not so much about us. But can we understand what's going on? The understanding is very important. So when you crave something, and when you're hungry, the different things. Craving is another word for desire, right? It's just a it's a form of desire. Hunger is a genuine body requirement. It's a physiological requirement. The body's like, oh, rumbling, I'm hungry. I need it for energy. My body, the body needs energy. The systems are going, we're low. Hello, we need something. Bring me the energy. And then hunger, cues go off, and you will eat. Now, we eat belong beyond hunger cues. We eat beyond fullness. Where we do this because foods are so tasty and highly calorific that we can easily do this now. But have you ever ex- wondered what the difference is between craving and hunger? One test to do is if you're really hungry or you think you're really hungry and you're just craving is to say, well, <clears throat> am I craving a specific food right now? Which is one, which is one, which is one um, kind of tick box there. If I'm craving a specific food, I'm more likely to be craving. However, would you say to yourself, right, I'm really craving chocolate right now. And you say to yourself, well, am I just hungry or am I craving? You go, well, would you eat a bowl of broccoli right now? And you would say, no. Okay, would you eat a bowl of bland chicken and broccoli right now? And you go, no. Then you kind of know, maybe this is craving. Maybe this is a desire for a food that I'm trying to escape my current situation. So we use food as a way to escape our current situation. If I'm feeling stressed, if I eat food, I'll replace my stress feeling with a feeling of pleasure and that's nice and I momentarily escape the stress perhaps I don't think about the stress for a while and I go off to something else right so it's an escape mechanism the food gives us pleasure we're either going towards pleasure or we are um, avoiding pain and the Stoics spoke about this you know there's two handles here there's the towards pleasure and avoiding pain we want to avoid the pain of the stress of a situation, of avoid the confrontation, we want to avoid the shitty work day we just had, and we want to go towards pleasure because we know it feels good for us. And we often mistaken pleasure for happiness. It's one of the key things that we mistake. We think the pleasurable things will make us happy, but actually the, pre- the pleasurable things, we take them too far, and they actually become a source of pain. So we're in this loop forever. And when it comes to food and craving, it's important to understand this because what we think will help us actually makes us feel worse so you'll crave chocolate and you can eat it just track it no problem like i've said there's no problem in eating chocolate there's no problem in having mcdonald's or a burger or whatever but say you know you've just eaten a half an hour ago someone texts you it's a bit stressful you're thinking oh my god i need to, oh my god i'm so stressed and you go i just want to eat some anything i just need chocolate <clears throat> you think it'll make you feel better if you could zoom out the bin and say right if i ate that would i feel better and you go, yeah, I swear I don't need it. Or there's a reality you'll eat and you feel worse and you'll eat more. You think, F it. And you'll just kind of consume 1,000 calories in one go. And then you'll hit it again. And then you just don't bother waking up tomorrow and following some health routine. You think, what's the point now? That's what happens. Can we limit that? Can we just have the chocolate bar and leave it there? Or can we understand that eating any of our food pleasures to excess, we actually get disgusted by them, Right? So there was one research study <clears throat> about this and it made people overeat on the foods they love and it, they, it, they made them live commentary how it felt. So like Tony Robbins does this as well. So say now you want a chocolate, you crave it all the time, you think you're uncontrollable with it. What you'll do is, is one night you will eat as much chocolate as you can 
but you will record yourself and you will live commentary it to the point where you are like, oh my God, I'm so full and my stomach's in pain. Oh my God, I'm not even comfortable. I'm sweating. Oh my, I feel horrendous. I can't even go out right now. Oh my God, chocolate's now disgusting. I just, ew, my teeth feel horrific. You can even journal it. So when the next time comes around and you try and kid yourself that it's just one chocolate bar, you can think, well, actually, that last evidence is really fresh in my mind and you don't actually want to go down that path. When we think of these things, we only think of the, the benefits. We never think of like how many times we've sat on a couch where we thought it was one chocolate bar or one piece of cake, but we've eaten way more than that. And we've sat on a couch being miserable, we can't move, we're bloated, right? And we, we really had a good day. And you know, you, you wake up the next day and you feel a bit bad about yourself, right? We, we kind of wipe those memories out because we just chase the pleasures, like the immediate pleasure, the immediate, like, like people, like this is an extreme example, and it's not the same. But someone wants kind of cocaine. They know it's gonna make them. They know they're gonna have a come down and feel horrendous, but they want to know, want to know. But in a less extreme example, we've got to have a pleasure by everything, not just food, but a lot of stuff. <clears throat> Sorry about coughing. Um, so, how do we handle this? So you will see a brownie, and you'll go. This is what happens if you if you slowed it down. This is what happens in the head. I see that brownie. It looks great. I can smell it. It's fresh. Nice set of brownies. That fresh smell and me seeing it, two impressions, hit me like a ton of bricks. Boom. I then envision, I envision the last time I had a brownie and I felt amazing. I loved it because we'll ignore the stuff we didn't like. I love the last brownie. It's the best. This could be the best brownie ever. Then the image of me eating the brownies in my head, which now triggers desire. Desire is now born for me to eat that brownie. I know this is where conflict starts. This is where the internal battle starts. I don't need that brownie. Um, why not? It's so nice. Yeah, but I have one. I shouldn't eat it though. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be healthy. Yeah, but you can have it in this, within your calories. Yeah, I know, but it's a brownie. It's just what I don't actually need. It. I eat it an hour ago. Oh my gosh, should I have it? You see what happens? That fighting is the problem, not the impression that the brownie smell looks great. It is the fighting about the brownie that is the problem. You've only got enough cognitive load each day. There's only a finite amount of willpower, but we don't have to use willpower here. We just have to watch what the hell happened in the head and watch it with curiosity, like, that's funny. That really is funny how it works. I've just turned me looking at a brownie into a real internal battle. If that internal battle could be outside in front of our eyes and me fighting me, Eat the brownie, mate. Me choking. Go on, I'm smacking myself. Get the, eat the brownie. No, mate, I don't want it. You know, it's so stupid. You just look at the brownie, observe this in in the conflict, and you'll say, "Well, I see the brownie. Smells good. Looks good." And you kind of have a the the uh, the action is non-action. You just let it flower and die. You or if you if that's not where you can be, if you can't just do this also like if you as trial and error like when you when you see something that you then you start craving or you desire just watch what is happening just be a very non-action based just look just look at the brownie stare it out and just look at the in the inner workings of the brain this is the only time you can find out why the hell you're craving it otherwise you feel out of control now a, a lot of um, suggestions that are more practical are if you have a craving like think about this scenario this is where craving is really linked to thought Craving and thought, craving is thought, craving is thinking. The image you create is thinking, right? And this is the proof of it. You 
see that brownie and you think, mm, yeah, <laughs> I want you, baby. You know, you want it. And then you're, you're really wanting it. You're like, yo, I've put this tap in. You're like, mm, oh, I don't know what's the time. Should I have it? Mm. Then you get a phone call. And this phone call says, you got to get here right now. Your best friend phones. You've got to get here right now. I, my, my, I've broken my leg and I'm on a path and I need help. I need someone to come and get me. It's extreme. I need to come get me now quick in the car now. I'm 10 minutes away. I'm gonna, I feel like I'm freezing. If you're a good human being, obviously. Your mind's not thinking about the craving anymore. You're literally out that door, straight down there. Right? Straight down to help your friend. You haven't thought about that. That craving's gone. Because all it was was you, over, you thinking about it all the time, over and over. You thinking about that image of you eating. That's all the craving is. You can replace... You can go for a walk, you can do a workout, you can go for a run, you can phone a friend, whatever it is. If you just take your thinking off it for a bit, the craving dies. Hunger is different. If you ignore hunger, it will pop back, pop back, pop back. Your stomach will go, and it'll grumble without you even saying anything. That's when you know the difference. And another, another thought experiment for you to leave on today, and I want you to refocus right now, just kind of cover that and a lot of stuff. It might make sense to you, it might not. Um... Energy, you might think you've got no energy. You might think you're low in energy. No, it might not be that. It might just be the view you have of the day you've got in front of you, the, the, the massive obstacles you've got. But say now you were laying in bed, you might have been working nine, it's, it's 20 to nine, you're really slow. You're like, oh my God, I can't go to wake up, I hate my job, I don't wanna go. Then you had a phone call and said you just won a million quid in the lottery. What happens to your energy levels? You've just gone from, oh my God, I hate my life, I'm so tired, to, oh my days, let's go. Hello, yeah, you're one, we're going out, mate, let's go. Hello, Mike, mate, you never guess what. Get, where are you? I'm gonna run to you, I, I'm gonna run to you, my boxers, I don't care, I'm coming. You know, completely different. Do, did you, were you less, did you, did, where did that energy come from? You've kind of unblocked it. You've unblocked the energy because now your view of the day, your view of everything is completely different. You've just viewed it as like, wow, I'm now successful. This is amazing. I've got freedom and all stuff. That's extreme. Again, is an example. But can we bring that to the today now? It's like, I don't have to do loads of things in one day. Just all I've got to do today is track my nutrition, right? And I can have fun doing it with a voice note or whatever. I can enjoy going for a walk, listen to a podcast. I can wake up, get my steps in. And before I know it, my physique will change. Before I know it, my mindset's change. Before I know it, I'm healthier. Oh, but I just got to do this now today. These very simple tasks. Wow. Whoa. That's all I got to do. If you're laying in bed thinking, I got to do a project that's got 10,000 pages by tomorrow, obviously you're going to be uh, paralysis for your analysis. But if you bring it back to one day at a time and just following the, the principles of Parapal and those kind of protein calorie steps, happy days. Happy days. So off you go today. Enjoy it. Get your things going. I'll be back tomorrow for day five. Um, we're going to talk tomorrow about perfection, perfectionism. So hopefully that will resonate with you guys. Have a good day. Focus on the basics. Put a smile on your face and I'll see you back here tomorrow.